in Central Texas. Our 5 o'clock hour, a service of VersaLift Southwest, the time manufacturing company. They're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. All right, uh, we are joined now by Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News. Calvin, I know you're probably sick to uh, sick your stomach talking about the quarterback situation, but uh, with, with Dak not playing, and he's probably not going to play this weekend, is that a big deal to you? You got me now, Calvin? Yeah, okay. I can hear you. Yeah, we got you. We appreciate it. And thanks for your time today. And I, I was just asking, with, with Dak not, really not going to play this weekend and certainly won't play the final weekend, is that a big deal to you going into that, that Tampa game? Uh, not necessarily. Um if he hadn't thrown a pass, like, remember when we talked to Oxnard when he was hurt, and if he hadn't thrown a pass since Oxnard and up until, say, today, then I'd be very concerned. But because he has thrown some passes um, with full velocity, I, I'm not worried about it. I think as soon as he got hurt, to me, the, the bottom line was getting him ready for Tampa Bay. Because whether or not he plays against the Texans on Saturday or next Sunday against Jacksonville, it doesn't really matter. Um, if we're worried about Dak not getting chemistry with some veteran guys that he's been with for a couple of years, then he probably shouldn't be the starting quarterback as Dallas Cowboys. Calvin, when you look at this defense, Dan Quinn came in to make over this defense. Does it feel like that, one, he has enough to work with and that this defense is – getting it are they playing looser are they playing faster under dan quinn at least so far yeah i think so i think they are playing a little looser uh they're more comfortable uh when guys are playing fast dan quinn was talking about this today when guys are playing fast that means that they know the scheme they're not afraid to make mistakes and that's that's the bottom line last year we saw a lot of these guys on defense afraid to make mistakes they were very tentative because they were overthinking things and they should just play and they couldn't do that last year because they had a new scheme. This scheme is very similar to the one they had two years ago under Rod Marinelli and Chris Richard. So there is a, comf- a comfort level there. Plus, uh, Quinn is a very good communicator. Uh, the players like him and how he commun- communicates with them, can relate to them on so many different levels. So, yeah, I, I do think, as McCarthy said the other day, as a matter of fact, he said it today to the beat guys. He said it to us. The defense has been way ahead of the offense the whole camp. Does it feel like, too, that, that Dan Quinn has more tools in the toolbox to work with? Um, I think he's got different tools. Um, you know, they made some mistakes in free agency last year. Now, we don't know of the guys they signed this year in free agency or the guys they drafted if they're going to work out. Now, we all like Parsons, but he was one of, uh, I think, eight that they drafted on defense. So, we'll wait and see. Um, but the, the tools are different this year in comparison to last year's tools. Last year, remember, they signed Ha-Ha Clinton Dick at, at safety, mm-hmm. and he didn't even make it to the regular season. So, you know, and they signed Malik Hooker, and we haven't seen him yet. We'll probably see him about 10 plays on uh, Saturday against the Texans. So we'll see how that goes. What, what about the defensive tackle spot, the three-tech? Uh, obviously, with the injury uh, in the Arizona game, they're thin there. Oh, yeah, they're kind of thin, but they're going to mix and match some guys. They're going to move some guys around. Uh, Olsen's going to move inside. He's a, he's a nose anyway, but he can play the three-tech. Brent Urban can play the three-technique and defensive end. So, you know, Bohina, another draft pick. 
he could play three technique and zero, the zero technique. So, you know, yeah, you lose Neville Gallimore because he was really playing well. You might not have Tristan Hill until maybe week two, week three. But for the most part, you, you have enough pieces there where you can move some guys around. Now, it does worry me a little bit, but you got to deal with it until Gallimore comes back and until Tristan Hill comes back. Calvin, is the biggest concern still on this offense, the offensive line and the depth that it has right now? Yeah, it, it is a little bit. You know, I was talking to some colleagues today, and one of my colleagues was ranting and raving about Connor Williams, and I said, well, I don't know if Connor Williams is going to start. <laughs> I think Connor McGovern might be your starting, uh, your starting uh, guard there. And, and then Connor McGovern hasn't done anything wrong. He's played well. Uh, and that's okay because then Connor Williams, there's your backup. So, but it's like I've always said, nobody has great depth. If, they, if everyone had great depth, you know, no one would lose games. Mm-hmm. So, you, you, what you're worried about is, is say Tyron Smith goes down, can Terrence Steele or Ty Mishke can step up and be average until Tyron Smith comes back? That's what you're looking for, you know. Right. If you had a bunch of Tyron Smith, you couldn't afford to pay them all. That's not realistic. So uh, they have average depth like everybody does. You know, every once in a while you can get somebody of quality. Like at quarterback last year, they had Andy Dalton. You know, Andy Dalton was good to have when Dak went down. But you know what? Cowboys still went 6-10. and 10, You know? So sometimes you can have uh, a named player that can provide depth that can that guy play. There's a reason why he's a backup. You know, he's no longer – Maybe the starter in his league. So I think the backup offensive line is a concern. Um, but like, but I always look at, at that, especially when it comes to the line, that no one's got great offensive line play outside of the starting five. Saturday night, it's the, uh, the Texans uh, in town uh, at AT&T. And it used to be, and, and it may still be, I don't know, but it used to be that that, that, that second-to-the-last preseason game was kind of what they considered a dress rehearsal. Is that still the case now uh, with with OTAs and 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 all of the? Uh, it's it's a full time job now. I mean, is it still a dress rehearsal for the Cowboys Saturday night? Oh yeah, it is. Um, yeah, they, you know, the, the only difference is we're not going to see Dak, and we might not see Z, but we should see most everybody else on offense. Defensively, we've seen you know pretty much everyone every game. I don't think Demarcus Lawrence will play. I wouldn't think, but. Uh, this is a dress rehearsal. The interesting thing about the defense is who starts in the base defense. Is it Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith? Hmm. Is it Parsons, Jalen Smith, and Van Der Esch? Is it, is it, uh, uh, so we've got to figure out who starts there. Has uh, Maurice Canada, he's going to play outside corner a little bit more in this game because the Cowboys want, want some versatility out of him. Because I think he's better than George Lewis in the slot. Then again, with Dan Quinn saying today, I think Canada is going to play outside a little bit more. Has Canada pushed Anthony Brown to the bench? So this is a dress rehearsal, definitely, and also a time where some of the veterans can establish themselves and say, I'm the starter at this particular position. Kevin, how high is the ceiling for 88, C.D. Lamb? Is, is this guy, in your mind, going to be something very, very special as we look down the road? Oh, yeah, I like, I like what CD's been doing so far in, in camp. I mean, we all saw what he did last year. Um, <laughs> he's got high expectations. I remember last year 
you want him to be uh, offensive rookie of the year. You know, last year he didn't get that obviously, but but I'm sure one of his goals this year is probably to make the Pro Bowl, maybe get an All Pro now, you know, nomination or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely has that potential. The Cowboys have a fantastic receiving core. I mean, you kind of forget about Amari Cooper and and how good of a, a route runner he is. He just does things so quietly, so effectively, you know. And uh, but but CD Lamb is, I mean, it's going to be hard to stop him on on some of some game days. I can tell you that. So and we were kind of talking about this. If you're a if you're a defensive coordinator, are you going to double Amari Cooper? Are you going to double CD Lamb? That's a good one. Um, I'm going to have to call Todd Bowles and ask him what he's going to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, you, I mean, you can say, you can say, all right, let's double Amari Cooper. Then CD Lamb kicks your tail. Then you go, okay, well let's double. CD, and now Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper kicks your tail, so you're kind of screwed either way. You know, it's kind of like you playing the Lakers, and you say, if we take LeBron out or we take AD out. You know, if we take them both out, then then it's, it's almost impossible to take both of them out. You know, so it's 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 an interesting dilemma. But one of the keys, I think, to to kind of taking these two or one of these receivers out is getting pressure on the quarterback. And which goes back to your point about the depth, the offensive line. Because if you have some health issues along that front, they're going to come after that, especially if your line's not 100% healthy. And that's where you see they can't get the ball to CD because Dak's on his back. They can't get the ball to Amari because Dak's under pressure. He's got to throw a ball away. So um, defenses will find, will find a way because those coaches are going to pay a lot of money to watch that tape all day to figure out how to stop offenses. Is it a little bit concerning that the Cowboys are now trying to find the, the guys for the kicking game, the kickers that, that they need to have because sometimes you hope that's not even a thought in your head because they're automatic. But right now they find themselves because of injury and other things that they're trying to find the right guy right now. Uh, I think they have him. Uh, Greg Zerline, as you know, is coming off back surgery. And today uh, John Fossil said that Zerline will probably kick in pregame on Saturday against the Texans. Mm. And that Zerline, um, they want Zerline to hopefully kick in the last preseason game against Jacksonville. So the reason why they signed this kid is because Hunter uh, Niswalder hurt his back in the Hall of Fame game. So he was trying to get through that as much as he could. And at some point, he said he can't do it. So that's why he got waived and injured. But what we were told today is Zerline should be okay. And then he'll, they want him to kick against Jacksonville, which is what, two weeks from now? And he should do some pregame kicking against Houston this weekend. So if that if that goes fine, then we're okay. But if not, then yeah, you got problems. Hey, Calvin, what are you what are you working on right uh, right now for the uh, for the Dallas Morning News? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what to write for Saturday's paper, but I might write uh, <laughs> on uh, Malik Hooker how he's in an interesting position, how he was this highly regarded first round pick, and injuries have just kind of stopped his career. And now he's in a situation, maybe a last chance to kind of showcase what he what he could be, but but he might be the odd man out because the Cowboys have so many corners, so many safeties, and Hooker might, no matter what he does, might get cut. You know what I'm saying? And then they might have to bring him back if possible. So that's one possible story I could work on. Another one I'm working on is 
how much the Cowboys miss Dak Prescott and how much of he he's a soul of this team. You know, guys really gravitate to Dak, and uh, um, and when he's not on the field, it, it, the team suffers immensely. Calvin, as always, man, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time today. Thanks for thinking of me. Sorry, I came and do it yesterday. I just had had a lot going on. You know, boost the club all the time. I, I got you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it again soon. Thanks. Yes, sir. See thanks, you guys. later. It's Calvin Watkins from the uh, Dallas Morning News. Uh, it, it